0: Playbook, a football podcast. With your hosts, Ashley and Michael. please sit back and enjoy the show.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Undroppables Playbook, a football podcast presented by the Undroppables and sponsored by Analyst Depot. I am your host, Ashley. This is our other host, Michael Duncan. How are you?
0: I'm wonderful. Um, I'm in the middle of a draft right now, Mm -hmm. uh, and by the middle, I mean the fourth round. Uh, This is with all of my college friends. Uh, Shout out Millersville, I guess. Um, (laughs) uh, And yeah, so this is uh, probably going to be a more sporadic podcast on my part because Mm -hmm. I will be not on purpose live reacting to things that are happening on my second screen as I try and uh, do this draft while live on a podcast. You're muted.
1: Sorry, it's because I sit in a beanbag chair and I was moving to fix the lighting. Um, good content is what I said.
0: You need to get a regular chair.
1: No, I love my bean. I used to sit in a regular chair, but I love my beanbag chair. It's so much better.
0: If you say so. I mean... It is.
1: I get to sit here nice and comfy. I just don't want to move around a lot because then you can hear the little beans moving.
0: Ah, shit. I'm on the clock.
1: All right. What are we um, going with?
0: I don't know. I got stuff stolen from me. Um, Did
1: they take T Higgins?
0: Yeah, they took T Higgins, went later than he should have, but still probably too early. Um, I hope you screw up your draft, Michael. Thanks, Kyle. Really appreciate that. Um, okay, so I, I don't love it, but I'm going to take Deontay Johnson um, in the fourth round. I went So I started with Christian McCaffrey and Javante Williams and Michael Pittman in the first three rounds. Uh, now I have Deontay Johnson and there's a guy I'm hoping falls to me this round. So we'll see. Or into yeah, in like, two picks. I no, it. I can't. Well, I sent them the link to watch the pod mm-hmm. because one of my friends wanted to watch me react live. So um, I want to hear the little beans moving. Kyle says, Oh that's should fine. I make
1: the Should I make the little beans move?
0: No, I don't like the way that that sounds uh, Why? As, as a sentence. Um, it doesn't oh. make me feel good inside. Can I just?
1: It's you're. I mean, you're a producer, but can I? I'm making the noise, ready?
0: I don't like this. Just, just take, take, take us into the next See? segment. We'll, okay, I we're will. Our, we're well, already we off the rails. And we're three minutes <laughs> in. It's not even my fault.
1: We only have two segments today. That would be the news, and then we are going to talk about what we think is going to happen this season. Uh, final standings for all of the divisions to kind of wrap up what we were talking about. Every team in our final preseason shows. Um, so we have lots of news. This week was cut down week. Uh, NFL rosters are officially down to 53 men rosters. So a lot of people are now free agents looking for teams. A couple of last-minute trades going on before the 53-man rosters were released. So we can jump into it. Um, some non-roster-related really news is that Brian Robinson, the Washington Commanders running back, rookie out of Alabama was shot in an attempted carjacking last week, Um, shot multiple times in the lower extremities. He is recovering nicely, so says the coach, Um, and he was in the hospital for a little bit. He did make the roster, so they are keeping him there, and there is hope that he will be able to play at some point this season.
0: Yeah, it was – A real roller coaster day for, I would assume, Brian Robinson. I mean, like a report came out not even two hours earlier that, you know, he was expected to be the lead back uh, for Washington this season with Antonio Gibson on kick return duties in the preseason. Um, And then, yeah, like a couple hours later, it was like, oh, he's in the hospital. And Um, like,
1: not just like a little injury, like he got shot several times. He was in critical condition.
0: No, he was not in critical. Care. No, but
1: I mean like getting shot twice is, I don't, sorry. I that uh, is You need to be very
0: careful when we're, I when we're using medical terms. Yeah. He was I shot apologize. twice, but they were not, they were non-life threatening injuries. Yes. He was shot yep. twice in his like leg area. Yeah. So yeah.
1: My apologies. I didn't mean to come out like that. Like I'm just saying it wasn't like he, it was like a torn ACL or anything. Like he had an altercation and was shot twice. That's. Yeah. That's not the a, type
0: of news you expect to get. No. Um, yeah. So no structural damage. Uh, says mm-hmm. uh reminds Kyle reminds us in the chat uh yeah, yeah. very lucky in that yeah. regard not so lucky because he got shot um yeah but uh yeah uh everything seems to be okay he was not mm-hmm. uh i don't i th- I don't know if he was actually placed on IR uh, yet. I would assume that once he did make the initial 53-man roster, which means he's not going to miss the entire season, but he can be placed on IR. He could have been as of 4 o'clock today. I didn't see whether or not he was. Um, but I don't cool.
1: think he was. They had hope for him to be able to play this season.
0: So... Well, yeah, but if you're placed on IR after 4 o'clock today... Oh,
1: miss right. So... I forgot about that. If you're placed yeah. beforehand, you miss the entire season. Yes. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, So, so
1: many IR rules.
0: Yeah, it's a lot, but it's fine. Uh, Speaking of injuries, uh, this one a little less gun-related. Tyron Smith is out indefinitely with a torn hamstring. Um, It was like literally torn off the bone, I believe. Uh, Very just weird injury, and this marks, I believe, every season since 2016 that Tyron Smith will miss at least three games. Um, There's some people that are hoping that he could – possibly be back by december i don't know about all that uh, but oh downy uh but as of right now they are in need of a starting left tackle
1: yes we can jump into byron jones the miami cornerback was added to the ir and will miss at least the first four games because he was placed on ir after the deadline big news for jimmy g jimmy g restructured his contract with the 49ers to stay with the team as a backup he gets a no trade clause and a no tag clause and is set to be a free agent after this season. The maximum value of his contract is $15.45 million. Um, I know Trey Lance had nice things to say after he was added. He said, you know, he's very happy to have him behind as his backup. They still plan to keep Trey Lance as starter. Um, I wouldn't doubt they use him in select sets. Kyle said Downey barking is his favorite part of the show. Mine
0: too. I love me, um, but she's a pain in my butt. Um yeah. uh, I would actually be very surprised if he ever saw the field if it weren't purely for a injury related thing. Um I don't think they wanna I don't think they wanna op- like open that
1: can of worms?
0: Yes, because yeah. it's very hard to put back. Um I get that. My... I
1: still think he's gonna see sometime.
0: I I would love to bet you that he wouldn't. Um, barring injury or a benching, like yeah. I, I don't because he's not he's not Trey Lance where it's like you're putting him in there to be athletic or mm-hmm. do a weird thing like anything that Jimmy G can do. Supposedly, you would hope that Trey Lance can do. Yeah. So I don't know. You normally yeah. see that with a guy like Trey Lance or a Lamar Jackson or a Jalen Hurts, um, mm-hmm. not a veteran that is not known for his athleticism. Um, yeah, just my two cents, but uh, yeah. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. said what they thought, you know, everyone said what they're supposed to say. Uh, yeah. the, did you say the max value of the contract? Yes, I did. Yeah, so it's very much based on different playing, uh, mm-hmm. like things that he has to reach, including, I believe, 50% snaps in a Super Bowl was worth some amount of money. That was one of the uh, things that I saw. So interesting. 15.45 might be a little bit of a list- misleading number, but... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A anyway.
1: couple of trades. LaVisca Chenault was sent... To the Vikings for a seventh, up oh, for a seventh and a sixth, and Jalen Rager. Did you has, say
0: Levi, no? Lavisca Chennault was traded to the Panthers.
1: Sorry, I have both of them back to back. My Lavisca Chennault was traded to the Panthers for a seventh and a sixth, and Jalen Rager was traded to the Vikings for a seventh and a conditional fourth.
0: The Eagles got more for Jalen Rager than the Cowboys did for Amari Cooper. And I don't want to hear the like salary dumping excuses because Amari Cooper is sort of a much better wide receiver than Jalen Rager. It, yeah. it's it Howie has been a god this weekend
1: he really has my favorite thing of it all is that um the eagles selected him uh yeah right before justin jefferson and now he's going to play with Justin Jefferson. well
0: yeah so in one off season uh howie roseman said jay jaw you're gonna go hang out with dk metcalf the guy that mm-hmm. eagles fans wish you were and yep. jalen reg you're gonna go hang out with justin jefferson the guy that eagles fans wish you were yep. so, he's- yeah so yeah Needless Uh-oh. to say, the irony is not lost on Eagles Twitter, um, yep. and the fact, yeah. So the the conditional fourth, it would be downgraded to a fifth if certain uh, playing time things aren't, you know, okay. met. But either way, that's yeah, way more than they probably deserve to get for a player that has shown little to nothing in his first yeah. two seasons in the NFL. So yeah.
1: And how do you feel about uh, Visca?
0: Um. I mean, I think it gives him, like, I, I, I think he kind of replaces Curtis Samuel from two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think realistically, like, I mean, LaVisca hasn't shown much either. Yeah. So it's taking a shot on a guy that you don't need to be your wide receiver one, that he's just a depth guy. Probably is going to get some looks in the slot with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson uh, on the outside, I guess. Maybe you're hoping that he can, you know, sort of maybe even be like a little bit of a backup running back. Um, hmm. almost in, like, a Debo, very, very light kind of way, hmm. but I don't know. Um,
1: I think it's good for the Jags. Great move for them, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it's fine. Like, I don't know. If I were the Jags, I probably would have just kept him. I mean, it's a new regime, and it's not like you're, like, flushed with wide receiver depth. Yeah. Um. I mean, he would have been at least the third, but even still, um. I don't know. Yeah. Ah, damn Either it. way,
1: Jalen you want to lead us into the next couple?
0: Yeah, Jalen Harris just got taken. Um, yeah, so next up, uh, yeah, so another Eagles trade. Uh, so Eagles fans were very confused when uh, it was reported that the Eagles cut Anthony Harris, who was projected to be one of our starting safeties along with Marcus Epps. And then not less than a minute later, it was reported that the Eagles traded for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson uh, from the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he's kind of like he played, he's played most of his NFL career actually in like the slot safety nickel type role. Uh, but he is going to be primarily a safety with the Eagles. Um, if you're not sure who that is, it's the guy that ha- talks a lot of trash, uh, has punched and gotten punched um, on the field, and called. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm thinking of something else. But regardless. He's the type of guy that you hate to play against, but when he's on your team, you absolutely love him, and he will fit in perfectly in Philly. Uh, so I am very excited. It's also, safety was by far the biggest position of need on the Eagles, and we got a guy that's going into, his la- into, his fi- into the final year of his rookie contract, so he is going to have to get paid uh, reasonably coming up soon. But regardless, it's a great trade for very little value. We gave up a fifth and a sixth and we got uh gardner johnson and a seventh and the six that we gave up is the worst of two sixes that we have and i believe the one one of those sixes will be what we ended up getting for jay jaw the guy that we traded for was ugo amadi who we then traded for a six so very weird sequence of events but Uh, Needless to say, Howie Roseman is just doing a great job this offseason, and he is doing his best to put the most complete roster that he possibly can around Jalen Hurts.
1: Yes, I agree. Uh, Trey Sermon, former third-round pick, was waived by the Niners. Alex Leatherwood, former first-round pick, was waived by the Raiders and then claimed by the Bears. Marlon Mack was cut by the Texans. Vikings waived 2021 third round QB. Kellen Mond, who then went and signed with the Browns, which I was just talking to you about because I love – they cut Isaac Rochelle uh, from the Browns, which I'm very upset about because I love him and his wife. I follow his wife on TikTok. She is amazing, Allison. Incredible. Um, So I'm very sad about him being cut. Logan Ryan was cut by the Bucks and is expected to be back on the roster – Dolphins cut Sony Michelle, who then signed with the Chargers. Tre'Davious White is on the pup. Bills cut O.J. Howard, who is now visiting with the Bengals. The Lions cut Jamar Jefferson. Ravens sign Kenyon Drake. The we'll get into the Bills in a second. Uh, Eagles Jason Peters was visiting with the Cowboys today, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah. Lot, lots of cuts and trades, and we could talk. We could do an entire show about it but i think those are the big ones to um to mention i think that pretty much sums them up right
0: yeah i mean i tried i, I was scrolling through stuff for a while just trying to pick yeah. out uh what i thought were the most shocking or important ones or yeah. you know uh possibly game changing ones um a lot of you know a lot of surprising stuff that happened uh mm-hmm. a lot of fun stuff a lot of fantasy football impacting stuff yes uh, which i think is always fun and exciting, but uh, yeah. No, I, I think for the most part, that is uh, I think you've got the majority of them.
1: Perfect. Um, I will talk about the one we have in the middle in that group of three there, if you would like to talk about the other two.
0: Absolutely. Sure. Um, yes. Uh, we're starting with the Steelers, right?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I'll so, do the, one, the second one.
0: Yep, so the Steelers, uh, Mike Tomlin was asked uh, to name his starting QB for week one and he refused to do it so you're just gonna see every team in the nfl quaking in their boots wondering trying to figure out how they're gonna possibly game plan for either mitch trubisky or kenny pickett or maybe mason rudolph who they refuse to trade because i guess value and stuff so yeah nothing too exciting there but really just kind of like i don't know i i hate when coaches do that it really pisses me off i don't i don't enjoy it um but anyway Go on.
1: And get no, give us the last one and I'll jump in.
0: Okay. Um Darren Waller signed with a new agent, uh, Drew Rosenhaus, um, in hopes of getting a new deal with the Raiders. Um, he was holding in, but unlike most hold-ins, we didn't we don't really know if he was holding in. There's a possibility of injury, or it could just be a contract a contractual dispute. Uh we haven't really gotten confirmation one way or the other, but the fact that he's signing with a new agent Leads us to believe that it's most likely a, con- a contractual dispute. We hope uh, we hope he's not injured. Um, but again, mm-hmm. we haven't gotten solid news one way or the other. Well, uh, of course, like he's injured, I mm-hmm. say, with quote marks around it uh, because he's not practicing. But
1: he was not at practice today, I believe.
0: Yeah. After signing with the new agent. So yeah. Hoping he's healthy and this all has to do with his contract, but uh, I guess we'll find out soon when hopefully yeah. he gets a new contract. And he did
1: have some injury concerns and- at the end of last season, like throughout yeah. the later half of last season was going through a couple of injuries. Um, either way, last piece of news on the docket for today is something we did not talk about last week. I think it actually came out the following day. Um, The Bills drafted Matt Arazia in the sixth round of this year's NFL draft. He was a punter out of San Diego state. He is now released from the Bills because it came out that well, it was released, like came out publicly. A lot of the public found out that he was accused in a gang rape of a 17 year old girl at San Diego state university while he was there. Um, the way the story goes and has been reported and was reported to police is that Matt Arazia uh, real
0: quick uh warning uh,
1: yes sorry
0: so, i won't
1: jump into the whole crazy yeah. of it but maybe, matt maybe arazia, don't get, maybe
0: don't go too deep into the details. i'm
1: not matt arazia had sex with a 17 year old girl which he then admitted on tape to the police and then that girl was gang raped by matt and two other men allegedly um, they do have tape the, at San Diego State dragged their feet in the reporting. Nine, It said 99% of the team knew about this incident, didn't say much. Bills came out and said they knew about this for about a month. Um, he has since been released. After this came out, they pulled him as the starting punter for their last preseason game, and he was released later that night. Matarazia did at least, at the very least, admitted on tape to police that he had sex with an underage girl. In which case he is guilty of at minimum statutory rape so the bills knowing about this for a month and not doing anything about it is highly upsetting and the entire story is highly upsetting so many people failed this victim survivor of this attack uh the police campus police sdsu the people who overlooked it in the nfl draft Um, So I hope she finds her justice. She actually came out publicly two days ago, released video of her injuries and diary uh, after the incident. So I encourage you all, if you are up to it, to look into the story because there is so much involved that I'm not going to talk about here because that is not what we're going to dive into the trauma of it all. um, Because it is a incredibly disturbing story. But he has since been released by the Bills.
0: I do want to say real quick because we're not here to speculate or assume with something yeah. like this. Uh, the Bills claim that they did not know about the allegations. Um, there was Until a in- month
1: ago. They did say they knew for a month.
0: Oh, yeah. Prior to the NFL draft yeah. is what I meant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was information out in the public, but it wasn't connected necessarily with uh, our, 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 arazia's Arazia. our name. Uh, so, yeah, just wanted to put that out there.
1: Yep. So that's a note we'll end on this league.
0: Wow, that's a fantastic note to end on.
1: Let's, well, we have a lot to talk about. We'll have 40 minutes to uh, – we're not, we're not leaving you yet. We're not going to fully leave on that note. We're going to end the news on that note. Um, next couple of days still there is going to be a ton of roster moves and a lot of shifting going on in the NFL. So make sure to keep up with your news. Your flag fell down. Um, while we jump, just pull it down. Um, while we jump into our next segment and our last segment technically before the season starts because we will not be here next week.
0: And the reason we won't be here next week is because I have another fantasy draft. Uh, That one is my family draft. Uh, We do it at my uncle's brewery. Mm -hmm. If you live near Allentown or the Emmaus area, not a sponsor, but I love them because I'm related to the owner. Yergi Brewing in Emmaus PA. They have wonderful craft beer.
1: And he's and not I, just saying that because he's the family.
0: No, I also just like beer. But yeah, I do get to drink too. for free when I have my draft.
1: I love that they close down the place and it's just you guys.
0: Well, they're not normally open on Wednesdays.
1: Oh, okay. Well, same thing, that like you guys go in on a day off and you yes. have the whole place to yourself. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. I, yeah. It's
0: it's you know pretty exciting when that is uh, the entire league knows the owner. So. Yeah.
1: How many of you guys are in your family league? Is it 12 of you? Ah.
0: <sighs> I think it's twelve. It's changed over the years. It's either ten or twelve at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I I believe it's twelve. So,
1: my family league is only eight, but I love it. It's well, that's like my original, like my OG family league is all of my uh, a couple of my cousins because I have many, many, many cousins. But those of us who follow football want to be a league. There's eight of us, and we have not changed that number. We will not be changing that number, even though you know it's people are like. Look at this team. How can you get this team? It's an 8 league, um but it's my my favorite one.
0: Yeah, I I have mixed feelings about my family league. It is my <laughs> longest running league. It's also mm-hmm. the only league that I've been in that I've never won uh redrafted. Yes, life, I anyway. remember that. Um I've had the that. worst possible like just the worst luck that you could ever have in a league. I've had in that <laughs> league. I've had I've had super teams. Um, I just won my first playoff game in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Last season was my first playoff win the year before that. My dad beat me. Um, He does not know how to work a computer. (laughs) Uh, I set his lineup Mm -hmm. and he he wanted the defense uh, for our playoff matchup. He wanted the defense that I was going to stream. And I thought it would be mean to take advantage of the fact that he doesn't know how to work a computer. So Mm -hmm. I gave him the defense Mm -hmm. and that defense scored, I think 25 points. That was two years ago. So it was Washington, yeah. if you were wondering. Yeah. Um, so mixed feelings. Uh, Being a good I...
1: person gets you nowhere.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> so I plan on getting it. It's been a while since we've had a live draft. I think it's been two or three years because of mm-hmm. COVID. So I'm very excited yeah. to see everyone drink free beer and yeah. draft with my family so we will not be here uh next wednesday and then the time Correct. after that will be after week one which is very exciting yes,
1: i know so crazy but either way um if you've been around with us for the past couple of weeks we have been doing a segment where we talked about big storylines from each of the teams in the nfl uh separated throughout a couple of weeks so to kind of come to a conclusion on that we are going to talk about what we think the divisions are going to look like at the end of the regular season. Um, so why don't you share with us what platform we use to do this? Cause I loved the way we did this. It was your idea.
0: Yeah. So this is a shout out to my, uh, to my friend, Ryan, uh, who shout I am in a draft with right now. Um, I believe he's the one that showed it to me, uh, but he, we, we normally do this in one of our group chats every year, but it's called a uh, playoff predictors.com. Um, it allows you to basically go through every week of the NFL season and you just pick the winner of every single game. Uh I like it cuz you know like when I'm going through an Eagles schedule or something and like I'm picking it's a lot there's bias. Yeah, there's bias obviously. Mm-hmm. And while I don't think this is necessarily the best way to get an accurate representation of the exact records you think mm-hmm. that teams will have, because it's very, you're not taking into consideration a lot as when you're looking through a schedule where it's like, Oh, yeah. short rest, uh, long rest, like three away games in a row, that kind of stuff. Um, you're just kind of picking like, Oh, I think this team will beat this team. Uh, mm-hmm. What it does for me is it tells me more how I feel about teams Um, And normally the ones that go on the extreme of either end of the spectrum, whether it be wins or losses, that tells me, you know, I think that they're going to be one of the best teams or one of the worst teams. So uh, that being said, don't pay too close attention, at least for me to the records necessarily so much as the rankings.
1: Yeah. And I think it was just a better way to do it without like having you just look at it on a week by week basis. So it helps to kind of narrow down your thinking a little bit rather than thinking completely big picture, because I guarantee you my list would have looked a little bit different. I'm not saying it would be completely different, but if I was going to do it the way when I proposed this idea that we were just going to write down each division and how we thought they were going to go order one to four. um, I I think it would have been completely different than the way I have it right now. So might as well. I've
0: got, I've got a couple of things that I'm, kind of surprised about it and I'm excited to talk about but uh yeah,
1: yeah so how do you with... want to do it do you want to do the way we did it with like AFC NFC or do you want to just go through yeah let's uh let... jump back and forth or go right
0: through let's start with uh division winners uh, so let's okay. do like AFC do the division winners um, sure. or we can do seeds or whatever It doesn't really matter mm-hmm. uh, but I, I
1: stopped after week 18 so
0: oh I went through the playoffs
1: I didn't but okay. I can do it
0: while we're sitting here if you'd like you should Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll start with this. Who who is your one seed in the AFC, and what's what's their record?
1: My one seed. Hold on, let me pulled this one up. Where did I just put it? Hold on, I just put it somewhere. As <laughs> you, an update, you go for, Oh, as there an it an is. Okay,
0: okay, never mind.
1: There it is. Um, my one seed in the AFC is the Denver Broncos, and I had their record as thirteen and four.
0: Interesting. Okay, yeah. Uh, I have the Bills at fifteen and two with a five and one division record as my one seed. Uh, do you have the Bills making the playoffs for you?
1: Um, I do. I have them at, as the AFC East winner at a twelve and five record.
0: Is that the two seed? The three seed?
1: That's the two seed.
0: Okay. Yeah. So my yeah. my two seed is the. So this was tightly contested. Uh, the mm-hmm. two seed, and it was three teams in the AFC West that were tightly contesting for this two seed, but mm-hmm. I had the chargers coming out on top with a 13 and four record uh, to be my two seed and winning the AFC West um, three. We're seed. pretty what similar
1: there. I have them at 12 and five.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I have. The Broncos at spoiler alert, uh, but three seed, what you got? I actually just give me the, give me the rest of your seating for the AFC. Okay. Forth, so
1: my three seeds actually a long shot, but I, Kind of, when I was looking at their schedule, I really like it. I have the three seed as the Colts at 11 and 6, but they went 6 and 0 in division, which I didn't expect myself to do. So that's why they're the three seed is because of division. Um, Four seed is the Bengals at 10 and 7 five seed is the chargers at 12 and five six seed is the dolphins at 11 and five and seven seed is the Raiders at 11 and six.
0: So you don't have the chiefs making the playoffs.
1: I don't actually, which I didn't oh. realize until just now, but the more I thought about it, the more I hated like picking the teams. Um, I think there's a chance, um, but yeah, I didn't originally have them there.
0: I uh. had them losing
1: the division. Actually, uh, th- but them and the Raiders were tied. Oh, coming in, in the last division. The division. Yeah, uh, sorry, was, uh, last in the division. Though them and the Raiders were tied, eleven and six, with both three and three in division record.
0: So you raise a good point, because I have the Chiefs at eleven and five, mm-hmm. and that is not enough games for a season. So clearly- so wait,
1: I did that too. I had missed a couple here and there. So then I was looking. I had to add it up to seventeen in each of the. I had to look through the entire list and make sure, because I had missed a couple games here and there, apparently.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to go through and fix that real quick while I tell you um, what the rest of my AFC was. Mm -hmm. I also had the Colts as the three seed. Mm -hmm. Um, What
1: would you have the record as?
0: I had them at 10-7, and so I believe one less win than you did.
1: Yes, but Um, what did you have them in division? Five and one. Okay. So not um, I, not as far off as I expected it to be. I saw them at 6 and 0 and I was like, "What did I do?"
0: No, I have a really tough time. I'm not sure I had No, I had one team that was 6 and 0 in division. That's um, my
1: only team that was 6 and 0 in division. Yeah. I
0: have I normally have a very hard time putting a team 6 and 0 in the division. I agree. Because
1: I think that's harder than like a Even if they're the best else. team by far,
0: it's just very yep. hard to do. Um
1: I got into the debate with the Patriots at least with uh Miami because usually they split them you know there's certain teams that always split games oh, yeah. in division so i i got into that debate a couple times throughout this yeah because that type game. of thing it doesn't
0: actually sometimes it just doesn't matter how good the teams yeah actually are exactly they're the teams that you see every week yeah. um at my four seed i actually have the ravens uh which kind of surprised me uh beating out the bengals they were both nine and eight um in division in the afc north um, but I had the Ravens with a four and two division record and the Bengals with a three and three division record, which mm-hmm. ended up being the tiebreaker. Um,
1: so ours are opposite because I have Bengals ten and seven, three and three, and I had the Ravens at nine and eight and two and four.
0: Oh wow, two and four in division. Interesting. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was I think maybe the most surprising, but even more surprising is that I didn't have the Bengals making the playoffs. Um they ended Ooh. up losing tie they, they ended up being out of the wild card because most of my other wild cards were just kind of better. Um, there we go. Okay. Thankfully that did not change my rankings because um, I did fix what I was trying to do. Uh, See, yes. So my
1: wild cards here, I would have them losing in the wild card as well. Cause my wild card has them playing against the chargers and I would have the chargers winning.
0: Okay. I mean, that's fair. Um, the division sucks. Yeah. Colts, Colts not winning in Nashville. Okay. Well, I didn't have them winning in Nashville, Kyle. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so the rest of my AFC, I have the bills, one chargers, two Colts, three Ravens, four. Then at wildcard, I have the Broncos and chiefs, both at five at 12 and five. Um, now I think technically this might be wrong because I had to update it because I have the chiefs at four and two in division and the Broncos at three and three in division. Um, so yeah, so I have the Chiefs at the five seed, the Broncos at the 6th seed, and the Patriots coming in at 11-6 and six as my 7th seed in the AFC. Um, wow. So, yeah, the thing that I think surprised me the most really was just the fact that I didn't have the defending AFC champions in the playoffs at all. Um, yeah,
1: that is. So I went back and forth with the Ravens a lot. Theirs was actually one that I looked at. A little bit closer so after i picked all my teams you can after i picked every week you can click on a team and see what you had and they were actually a team i made an adjustment on which i didn't do a lot but there was like i think one or two games that i flopped from what i had because i didn't feel as confident after i saw what their numbers were if that makes sense no
0: i think that makes sense to me yeah um, i'm doing
1: my playoffs now
0: all right well so i'll start with the nfc then um so, I had the. So, again, this is where I say, don't take my records all that seriously. Take, I think, the way that I feel about teams more seriously. Mm-hmm. I actually had two teams go 15 and two. Um, but the Buccaneers, uh, I believe, actually had the head to head tiebreaker. Um, and they were the first overall seed um, in the NFC for me, going 15 and two. So, they actually tied with the Bills for the best record in the NFL. Uh, And then I have the Eagles as the two seed also going 15 and two tied for the best record in the NFL. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, part of that is I think the Buccaneers are good, but the Eagles also have a very easy schedule. So as you're just kind of going through his, their schedule, it's very hard to like find losses. Like they're going to happen because that's just how the NFL works. But I, on paper, They should win a lot of games, especially Mm -hmm. with the stacked roster that they have. Then I have the Packers coming in as the third seed and the winners of the NFC North uh, at 13 and four. And the Rams as the fourth seed at 12 and five and the winners of the NFC West. Um, Do you want to give your division winners first? Sure, I
1: can. So I have I don't have 15 and two. I have two 12 and fives which are the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those come in at one and two. Both of them were actually five and one in division. Um, then I have the Eagles winning the NFC East at 11 and six and the Los Angeles coward. Rams coming in at 10 and seven. You're a coward. I couldn't give you too much benefit. And that's again, by some bias, but
0: I, give I couldn't give you
1: too much benefit. Of the
0: doubt. I gave a lot of benefit. Yeah. Just how much benefit soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is, I think, where I was most surprised. Uh, mm-hmm. in on the NFC side, so my five seed is the Niners, that's nothing too crazy. Mine too. The sixth seed was the Vikings. I found Ooh. I was picking them a lot more often than I me thought I would,
1: too. And I was like, What?
0: Yeah, so they finished at 11 and six for me, so same record as the Niners. I guess they just must mm-hmm. have had a worse in conference record. I think that's uh-huh. what it does. Uh, I think that's a tiebreaker, mm-hmm. um, for the wild card. And then I want you to guess what my seven seed is at 10 and seven in the NFC.
1: 10 and seven out of the blue. Um, I'm going to say Falcons.
0: No, it was the Detroit Longs. Lions.
1: Yes, I know. I don't have them there, but I want them so bad, and they did a lot better than I expected. I didn't,
0: I didn't, well, I didn't mean for that to happen. Yeah. I have Dallas at nine and eight. They were what I was kind I of Dallas expecting to be my seven seed. They're um, in my seven seed. The Cardinals are also nine and eight. Uh, maybe I was expecting them more so to be the seven seed. Uh, the, nine. the Saints I have at seven and ten. I just don't think they're going to be as good as they think they are this year. But I shocked mm-hmm. myself by picking the lines as often as I did, and I thought I was being kind of hard as I was going through on them. So mm-hmm. I have three teams from the NFC North making in the playoffs uh, and the line wow. sneaking in there is a seven seed and therefore playing the Eagles in the first round. Um, so what what about you who are your wild card teams for the NFC?
1: Yeah, so after we have Green Bay, Bucks, Rams, and Eagles, um, my five spot was the Niners, which is also in you also what you had. I had them at 10 and seven, four and two in division. Sixth, I had the Saints at nine and eight and five and one in the division, which I also didn't expect, but as I got a little bit further in the season, I saw them pulling away a little bit. Um And I have the Cowboys at nine and eight as the seventh seed with three and three in division.
0: I hate the Cowboys.
1: Me too. And I hated that that happened. I... Honestly, I agree with you, though, with the Vikings and the Lions. I picked them for more games than I was expecting them to. I even think I was very hard on the Vikings. I had them at seven. I had both of those teams as seven and ten. And I think I could have given the Lions probably two more than what I I did. I think I was a little bit harsh on them here and there, especially with, like, in division games. Um, But, yeah, I, I didn't expect that that division as a whole the nfc north i didn't expect to look that good what did you have the um the bears record as
0: oh and 17
1: did you i had two and 15 i felt bad at all
0: yeah that
1: who did i have them beating hold on
0: again that is very much i don't expect them to win zero games i don't think they're that bad yeah um but That's again the kind of like on either end of the spectrum on the high or the low. Like, Mm -hmm. I just had a really hard time individually picking what game they would win. So, my bottom three teams, all which had that kind of issue um, that I expect to be at near the bottom, but probably not zero wins I have the Mm -hmm. Bears at 0 and 17, the Seahawks at 1 and 16, and the Jets at 1 and 16. Um, Wow, you were hard on the Jets. Yes. And another team, uh, the fourth worst team on my list were the Browns at uh, 2 and 15. So, yes, those were my bottom four teams, uh, all of which I don't. I expect to win more games than mm. I probably gave them credit for. Uh, but I, ex- the Browns shocked me the most. I was, I, I was shocked. I was that low on them.
1: Mm-hmm. My lowest one was the Bears. I have them at two and fifteen, and also like the games I gave them because I felt bad about going. I couldn't confidently put them zero and seventeen. I had them beating the Lions, which I don't. In, in week seventeen, the Lions are home. So I don't even think that's gonna happen. Um, so that's my lowest team and then I have the Seahawks at three and fourteen, the Jaguars at four and thirteen, the Jets at six and ten, and I have the Browns going on a run unfortunately after Deshaun Watson comes back and having ending the season seven and ten.
0: I gave Houston the win over the Browns. Did you? I did. And I also I gave Baker a win over the Browns? I did. more because I just these are the vibes that I need in my yes. life personally. Mm-hmm. Um But
1: like seriously, there is the not na- like the jokes and the narratives around like revenge oh, yeah. games and comeback games, I love but that stuff. there is so much that happens that wouldn't feel like it would normal happen on any other given day.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, uh so I actually had the I had the Jaguars going six and eleven. I, I found myself picking them a little bit more than I was expecting. They are uh, 0 and six in division, which I don't and think and is five. necessarily the case. You, uh, one of, I thought you said one 0 and five. five. I was like no, one, and five. one. Um but yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm torn. I think that the Jaguars could really surprise people this season. Um yeah. and I think I, I had an issue with the AFC South as a whole. Like I the the Colts, like Me I too. do think they're gonna win. The Titans I had go seven and ten. The Texans were six and eleven. I I swap those two. I like both of those teams better than that, though. Me too. I think. Maybe not the Texans. I don't know. But I kinda like the Jaguars a little bit more. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I like all those teams a little bit more than I was giving them credit for. But I think when I was just, you know, looking at their matchups, it was hard to pick them on a week to week basis.
1: I completely agree. I think that's the division as a whole that I had the most trouble with and that I sat there and like looked at the in and was like, "What?" I did have a tough time with the uh with the Titans. I had them going on a, a long stretch of losing at the beginning of the season which didn't like wasn't what I expected myself to do. Again, it was just looking I think looking that's how they started my season me. as well. Yeah, it a pretty rough start to the season. I had them uh, opposite you. So I had the Texans at 7 and 10, going 2 and 4 in division. And I had the Titans at 6 and 11, going 3 and 3 in division.
0: Um, Which
1: I didn't expect. Like I said, I, I didn't expect. But the more I looked at matchup and roster and travel and home and away, I didn't like the Titans' schedule as much as I thought I did.
0: Yeah, and I just don't know if they have as much talent as they've had seasons. I agree. Seasons. Um, I agree. So along with that in on the AFC uh, on the AFC side, I also had two teams that were very close to making the playoffs. I had a couple teams actually, so the Bengals obviously they tied uh, with the Ravens in terms of record in the mm. uh, AFC North. Um, and then I had the Steelers one game behind them both at uh, eight and nine as opposed to nine and, uh, nine and eight. but the two closest to the wild cards were eight. the Raiders at eleven and six and the Dolphins also at eleven and six. Uh, mm-hmm. so I had them both missing the playoffs due to tiebreakers with the Patriots at the seven seat. Um, yeah. So both teams that I think could make a strong push for it. I just, uh, that's how the tiebreakers worked out for me for whatever reason.
1: Yeah. So I had um, the, the way the tiebreakers work is what cut the Kansas city chiefs off. I had them matching record to the Raiders at 11 and six going three and three. Um, and Patriots were the ones who fell in the nine spot who I think may do a little bit better than I have them down for, but I have them at the nine seed, for 10, and seven, three, and three in division. Um, That division as a whole, I think that the Jets, I think, are going to have more games than you expect them to, and even you said that. But I think the top three of that division is going to be – Well, they're probably going to have the
0: exact number of games that we expect them to with 17, uh, but they might win more games than we expect.
1: Sorry, that's what I meant. But I think it's going to be super, super competitive, um, and I think the Patriots may be able to hold their own more than people are expecting them to.
0: Sorry, I'm trying to figure out uh that's where, I was trying to figure out where Cole Komet went in this draft. Oh. Uh cuz I was kind of hoping that he would be my next pick, but he is not there. Uh which is fine. fine. But So uh, since
1: we're both fans, I do want to talk about the NFC East what you have going on over there.
0: Yeah, so uh so like I said, I have the I actually had, the Eagles and the Cowboys were both 5 and 1 in division, which I don't think is going to happen. Uh mm-hmm. but I have the Eagles 15 and 2, Cowboys 9 and 8, uh Giants 4 and 13 and Washington 4 and 13. Jeez. Um, Yeah, I went back and forth with who I wanted to give more credit to. I feel like one of them started their season off a tad stronger, and one of them finished them a little bit stronger. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I just... I don't know. There's not a lot to be excited about with either of those teams. Besides who? Uh, I mean, feel free to make an argument. Honestly, I don't think there's anything to be excited about if you're a Cowboys fan. No. I... I, so uh, I, read a, I read a very, very good article on The Athletic. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you love The Athletic. Oh, it's like their I, biggest fan.
0: I mean, it's just like, I don't know. When I go and I'm like eating lunch, I like to read an article. No, I know. I'm not like, um, I like The
1: Athletic too. I'm just saying you always plug The Athletic. You do like The Athletic. Well, I don't Tell me about that. the article. Go. No, Sorry. Well, I,
0: I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find the author of it real quick. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, basically it was about the Dallas Cowboys and kind of like why they just like suck as an organization. Bob mm-hmm. Strum. Uh it's called uh Cowboys offseason set the table for a season unlikely to satisfy anyone. Um mm. which is just like I think really accurate. Like I I God, I just like I don't think they did anything positive. Like you look at the Eagles and what were the things they needed to do improve on? Whatever they were, they improved on them. Um that like that even up until like literally yesterday when they made a huge trade for Chauncey Gardner Johnson, uh, then you, uh, okay. The giants like, yeah, kind of a crap show, but like hired a better coach hired a better front office. Um, mm-hmm. And you have like a direction for the future. Washington mm-hmm. still kind of a shit show, but as long as they have uh, Dan Schneider, it will be, who knows what's going to happen there. Yeah. Um, but like the Cowboys, man, like you knew Tyron Tyron Smith has missed at least three games every season mm-hmm. since 2016. You traded C.D. Lamb for nothing, and you have like the third or fourth most money under the cap. You didn't really need to do that. But if you were, you probably should have done something to replace it. But the mm-hmm. only thing they did to replace it by losing him uh, and uh, one of their other depth wide receivers, whose name is escaping me, who went to Miami, all they did to replace him was draft Jalen Tolbert and sign James Washington. Yeah. Signed James Washington. Mm -hmm. James Washington is already injured and Jalen Tobert is a third round rookie out of Southern Alabama. Um, Not necessarily like who I would be counting on to like save my offense. Um, They lucked into Michael Parsons more than I can ever care to explain. And it pisses me off that anyone gives them credit for that because with a top 10 pick or top 12 pick, they drafted an off the ball linebacker, which one is stupid. You should not do that. It's the same conversation we had about running backs. Cedric Brown. It was the name escaping me. Thank you, Kyle. Um, that's it's, ba- it, it's bad practice. And the Cowboys have done, I feel like they drafted a linebacker in the first round, like nine out of the last 10 years. Um, but whatever. Um, that pisses me off. And then they just happen to get really lucky that he's insanely good at also rushing the passer. That doesn't normally happen. When you draft a linebacker in the first round they don't just turn into an all pro defensive end like yeah. i it, it just pisses me off cd lamb has not taken the leap that we want him to take yet maybe he is that guy but he might not be the offensive line is in shambles and they did nothing to shore up the depth they did nothing to prepare for the loss of tyron smith that was inevitably going to come other than drafting a left tackle that didn't really wasn't really great at left tackle Uh, In the first round of the draft in Tyler Smith, Tyler Smith, and they exclusively played him at left guard in the offseason exclusively. And now there's a really good chance pending Jason Peters that he is going to be moving left tackle for the start of the season after not taking a single rep there in the offseason. Like. They have they have just done nothing to give me any confidence whatsoever that they even want to win this year. Like yep. they are counting on Dak Prescott to take them to the promised land. Like that that's it. It's like Dak Prescott, maybe C.D. Lamb, Michael Parsons, the guy that they didn't realize was their best pass rusher. Yep. And Trevon Diggs, who is not a great cornerback, but is a ball hawk. So like I I it's just, I don't know. It pisses me off. I, I agree. I, like I, I if this isn't even coming from a place of bias. It's purely like you are so bad at running a franchise, Jerry Jones. You are terrible at running a franchise. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, why do people hype them up? I, like, I just I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I and think as a whole... He's not going to get blamed thing. for it. They're going to fire Mike nope. McCarthy, and he's going to get the blame for it. And, like, yep. I don't like Mike McCarthy, but he does not deserve the blame. Jerry Jones no. slash Stephen Jones deserve the blame, because they are the one that is putting together this shit show of a roster. Mm-hmm.
1: I think the Cowboys, as a whole, as an organization... For the last decade, have been way too comfortable in complacency and mediocrity, and expect insane results out of mediocrity on the field and in the front office. And you can't expect to have a stellar winning Super Bowl season to keep the status quo that hasn't gotten you there before.
0: Yeah, they.
1: And that's what they keep doing. So,
0: and yes, I do... um uh my i do agree agree, kyle mike mccarthy does he does i'm not saying he doesn't but he's also not to blame
1: yes and that's exactly what it is so my nfc east i had eagles going 11 and 6 cowboys going 9 and 8 giants going 7 and 10 and washington going 6 and 11 which is way too i i know i'm i bias on the giants a little bit but looking back on it i gave washington too many wins.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily hate it. Like, I don't think I, I don't think on this, uh, I'll be a little surprised if they come out of nowhere mm-hmm. because, honestly, the Giants just have a crap ton of problems. I like yeah. them long term a little bit more than I do short term. Although I, I don't know how I feel about Brian Dable. I, uh-huh. I go back and forth with him on a day to day basis because before Josh Allen took a massive step forward as a passer, he has mm-hmm. basically no success as an offensive mm-hmm. passing guy in the NFL. Like, like bottom like 10 passing offenses in the NFL for the Browns uh, and a couple other franchises. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I saw them earlier today, but just not. I do like though that
1: Mike Kafka is with him, which makes, I love Mike that feel better. So
0: former Eagles uh, quarterback, shout out Jake Rossi. It's his favorite Eagle of all time. I'm fairly sure. Oh,
1: speaking of Cowboys, we didn't mention that um, the Cowboys got uh, kept Cooper rush as backup
0: quarterback great.
1: We mentioned oh, I mean, what uh, what Kyle, I
0: mentioned? offensive passing guy. You know what I'm saying? I can't think of the words. All right. I've got mm-hmm. a draft on one screen that I'm trying to not focus too hard on, um, but I still need a tight end. I, I keep forgetting to draft a tight end. Um, Who's there? Uh, no one at the moment. I, oh. I'm, not, I'm not up for another 10 picks. So.
1: Oh, Okay. So we have 10 minutes left. Is there anything else in these uh, rankings discussions that you want to talk about? Um oh I would love to talk about the Falcons a little bit actually. Okay, go ahead. So I have the Falcons at 5 and 12, 2 and 4. Um I found myself leaning towards lo- like I-, I expected them to be low. They're kind of right around where I expected to have them at, but I go back and forth with Mario- Mariota as the quarterback and I keep- feel like the only saving grace for helping pick wins is Pitts. so i want to know what you have matt and what your opinion is
0: um yeah so i have the falcons at four and 13 actually tied with the panthers at four and 13 both one and five in the division um yeah i mean i don't think they're gonna be a good (laughs) Sorry, just a great comment uh, from Mr. Scamper's. Did you already talk about Kenny Galladay doing walkthroughs during a live game? Uh, yes, he is uh, referencing the fact that Kenny Galladay does not look like he gives two shits when he is out on the football field uh, for the New York Giants. He got his bag.
1: Yeah, I think he is the highest wide receiver cap hit in the 2022 season.
0: He might be. He would call co- I, I know think that's what I, uh, read. I believe. If you cut him, he would cost you thirty-one million dollars. So, like that. um, so that's great. Uh, what was I saying? The Falcons. Mm-hmm. I I think they're gonna win some games purely just because they're gonna do some weird stuff. They're gonna piss mm-hmm. people off. They're probably gonna uh, kill a lot of people in um, what's the thing where you uh yeah uh, survivor pool or whatever uh, in the mm-hmm. NFL. Like I think Hell they're yeah. just they're gonna they're gonna beat some good teams because mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota I believe might have had the po- highest passer rating in the NFL in the preseason um i believe that's correct if not past writing it was something like that i need to start remembering what facts i'm going to talk about and then have them open somewhere and not just remember them vaguely from what i read earlier um
1: i live that we started tweeting each other news because if we don't send it back to each other we'll forget forget. it
0: (laughs) yeah it's not good um but uh shit okay um sorry uh yeah survivor pool okay uh yeah i forgot the comments are always Mm. like a couple seconds behind yeah um The shit was to James Robinson getting taken. I wanted to take him in a late late round. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Mariota. Like, I think he's going to be a fine quarterback. Kyle Pitts Mm -hmm. is going to be a good wide receiver. I know what I said. Um, and that's going to allow them to win a couple games. But at the end of the day, like, they just don't have a good roster, they don't Mm -hmm. have a lot of talent on their roster. Um, so I, I have a really hard time predicting them to like surprise people. Um, because they just don't have a lot of talent like there's just like i i think the talent that they do have and the fact that it's the nfl and any given sunday and all that kind of crap will get them a few wins um but like i i like the Panthers. I, I would i would bet on the panthers to surprise people more than the falcons because i think there's more talent in more amounts of places a really simple way to say that but i have them with the same record but i don't think about them the same way
1: yeah, I have them with the same record as well, but my, which I didn't intend to do, I had the Panthers going 0-6 in division, which I didn't expect. And again, that's not something I would normally do. So must have messed that one up somewhere. Um, but yeah, the, I think the Falcons are an interesting case. I think one last team I wanted to ask about Looking at it is uh, the Cardinals. You had them in third place in the division. What record did you have for them?
0: I believe nine and eight. Yeah, nine and eight, and they were one spot out of the playoffs. They were a win behind the Lions.
1: So we had them very similar. I had them eight and nine in spot number eight.
0: Oh my God! They cut Auden Tate. Did they? Oh my God! Rest in peace, Auden Tate, the Falcons. Wow, wow. If you, I feel like if you can't make that team as a wide receiver, you are in trouble. Because yeah. they have like one and a half of them, and one of them is Kyle Pitts, so yeah. that's not great. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, continue good. on the Falcons. Yes, yeah, um, so I was just
1: asking your opinion on them. But, I, I uh, not the Falcons. We're talking about the Cardinals now.
0: Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I have them with a winning record, uh, and like I said, I don't necessarily expect the Lions to go ten and seven to make the playoffs. So I think it's more likely that the that that the Cardinals make the playoffs as the seven seed. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. I, I I don't know that I necessarily feel that they got a ton better this off season. I I think they got, I think they improved in some ways and unimproved in other ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Deandre Hopkins missing for six games is no small thing. It's, you know, I I like the addition of Hollywood Brown a lot, but he's not going to replace. He's not the same type of player as Deandre Hopkins and he's not going to replace that. Um, So, I don't know. I'm a little all over the place with them. Uh, I I think typically, like, you know, we had talked about this in the past. I just don't know what to think about them for the most
1: part. I I do have one more question for you, actually, that came to my head. Um, When doing this, did you find yourself like, did you find yourself looking towards one thing more than the other? Did you find yourself leaning more on offense or defense, or more on player specific or overall roster construction? I'm just curious what your methods were going. in. I know we was kind of we were winging it a little bit with games, and that was kind of the point. But if you had any sort of uh, process in your head going on,
0: yeah, I, I mean, for the most part, it was just you know, I, I just. I looked at their rosters. I I, I mean, I, I think my mind always went to the players that I know, which are the bigger mm. names and stuff, but also just generally information that I know and kind of how they match up with certain teams in particular. Like, if there was a certain, like, a specific matchup where it's like, okay, I know their run defense should be really good and they're a running team. Like, okay, yeah. maybe, you know, that leans one way. I was looking at home versus away. Yeah. Uh, as kind of a, like a tiebreaker in my mind if I thought the teams were near each other. And then, you know, there, there was a little bed uh, when they were coming off. What did off, that mean? It means they're coming, coming off, off, off rest. rest. Oh. Yeah. Come on, Ashley.
1: Gotcha. Um, I I couldn't figure it out at all.
0: Uh, uh but yeah. So that 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 that's yeah. I was I was all over the place. Uh it wasn't necessarily consistent, but again, that's why this mm-hmm. isn't like a hard science. This is just yeah. kinda got a better idea of how I thought about some teams.
1: Yeah. I think for me I found myself leaning on defense more than I usually do. I think part of that is because I've been uh Pushing myself a little bit to be more well-rounded in approaching and speaking about defenses uh, as a whole. So I think I found myself leading on defenses a little bit more than I expected to. And often if it came down to an offensive tiebreaker, I'd go to the team that had just a little bit of like extra oomph in defense. So... Yeah, I think those, we we both had a lot of surprises for ourselves, which I think is really interesting. And I want you to screenshot what you have so that we can come back to this later on in the season. You're still muted. I don't know if Downey's still barking.
0: Nope. Uh, Well, she might be, but she'll be fine. Uh, No, I I didn't realize I was still muted. I will screenshot it and we will come back to it. Uh, So with only a couple minutes left, do you want to just real quick, how about you just give me, uh, your championship games and oh, yeah, I your... still have to do that.
1: Hold on. So, you okay. go first, I'll and then let me just, there. yeah, you select first, and then I will.
0: So, my AFC championship was the one seed Bills versus the two seed Chargers, and I have the Bills progressing on to the Super Bowl, and then my mm-hmm. NFC championship is the two seed Eagles at home, uh, facing the four seed Rams, defending Super Bowl champions, uh, and I have the Eagles winning. Uh, and going to the Super Bowl against the Bills, uh, this is a hard one for me personally. Some of my closest family friends are Bills, uh, Bills fans. Uh, so I grew up, you know, a closeted Bills fan behind mm-hmm. my Eagle ship. Uh, I did give the win to the Bills um, because I think the tiebreaker that I'm going to put it on is Josh Allen over Jalen Hurts. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, I feel like picking the Eagles to win the Super Bowl is just bad vibes, and I don't want to do that to myself. So uh, I'll just have them make the Super Bowl instead.
1: I like it. So, so I, the bills ha- the okay. I have the AFC championship game as the five seed chargers versus the two seed bills. And so I have the NFC game as the Buccaneers versus Green Bay. That's two versus one seed. And I have the super Coward. bowl being the bills and the Packers and the bills winning the super bowl.
0: Yeah. Go bills.
1: Yeah. I don't think I don't, I think everyone's is going to get far, but I don't think he's going to want to change
0: it. Circle the wagons. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so with all that being said, uh, yeah. we are at the end of our hour. Um, we are going to save this. We're going to talk about this later. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how to close the show. so you, you...
1: I can do it. Yeah. I, I want to do this because one of my favorite segments we did last year was the mid-season end-of-year awards. That was one of my favorite shows we did. So I think talking about this with there will be a lot of fun. Uh, either way, Duncan, it's been a long, lovely hour. Why don't you tell us where people can find you?
0: You can find me in the 13th round of my fantasy draft. I only have two more picks. Uh, I did finally pick a tight end. It was Evan Ingram. Don't feel great about it, but Doug Peterson does love him a tight end. Yes. Uh, so if he can catch the ball, he'll stay on my team, I guess. Uh, but you can find me also... Danny's destroying things. Sorry. Oh. Um, she's trying to tell me that she wants to go outside. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at MP Duncan 75. You can find me here every week on Wednesday nights at eight o'clock or Eastern wherever Eastern time or wherever you listen to podcasts the next day. Uh, other than next week, because I will yeah. be at my family draft.
1: Yep. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley underscore Marie with two A's at the beginning of Ashley. You could find me overthinking every one of these single picks I made during this game and doing another round to see how much my board would differ if I did it a second time around. Um, And you can find me and all of my content with the undroppables at the com and find me and all of the other undroppables crew um, have access to us on our premium Discord channels, which you can get access to by subscribing to our Patreon at Patreon slash The um, You can, again, find us here every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or wherever you stream your podcasts. And now you can watch live on Twitch as well as Twitter, YouTube and Facebook. I hope you all have a wonderful night. I hope those of you with the video feed are enjoying looking at Downey. I think this may be one of the first times we've had Downey officially on the show. So thank you for joining us, Downey. Thank you, Duncan.
0: She's not thrilled. Uh, yeah, I can see But that. I put her in my lap. so Perfect.
1: Well, Downey, I hope you have a great night. Everyone listening in, I hope you have a great night. And we look forward to seeing you once again. Not next week, but we look forward to seeing you once NFL has officially started one. the season.
0: Bye, everyone. Bye.